Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Voice of Crypto. This is a podcast where we talk about Web3, Metaverse, Crypto and everything in between. And today I have Georgie with me. Georgie is the co-founder and CEO of NFT. Welcome to the podcast, Georgie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Great. So Georgie, why don't you tell our audiences what you do, what you have been doing and most importantly, how you got into this space, how how you got into Web3 space as well. Yeah, sure. Um, well, maybe first of all, I will quickly explain what uh, we do uh, as NFT. Uh, we uh, enable brands uh, and individuals to easily get started into Web3 and issue their uh, NFT memberships to engage their communities and monetize them better. Mm. Um, and we uh, simplify this whole process via our platform. So that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and with my background, uh, I have a diverse background into um, the influencers. So that was my uh, background. Uh, I worked with the YouTubers in the past, also in the loyalty segment. And at some point when the NFT hype was uh, picking up, uh, in um, 2020, that's where I really got started with the NFTs. I realized NFTs could be uh, a really good solution for influencers at that point to make living instead of showing ads. So that was my entry point, and that's how I got into NFTs. And then the topic developed it- itself, and then we realized that could be also something bigger for the brands as well. George, uh, you said that you got started when when the NFT hype was rising. And uh, uh, now we, I think we are at, at a saturation point, but a lot of people still don't understand what NFTs are. I mean, obviously they understand the, the, the Oxford dictionary meaning of it, but uh, where do you see NFTs moving from that hype to as an investment portfolio or more utility driven uh, assets? What are your, because you are an expert, what are your views on it? Yeah, so uh, the first time I was exposed to uh, NFTs myself was end of 2019. So um, I have to admit, uh, I'm not OG having 10 years of experience into this, but still I'm fascinated with you are the, not, uh, technology. So you are not, you cannot apply for a job in NFTs, but you can own a company because you don't have a 10 years of experience in it. Exactly, exactly. That's true. Maybe that's why I started the company. I can get a job. <laughs> so... Uh, I mean, that's, that's a very good question. Uh, so a lot of people get into technical aspect of uh, NFTs very quickly. Um, and I think that's a little bit wrong approach. So we should not really explain the technology, but the use cases of this technology. In the same way, if I send you an email, I have no idea what's happening in the background and I don't need to know, right? And in the same way, I think we're in the phase of NFTs right now where most of us is talking about the technology itself. But uh, instead of talking about the use cases and by definition, NFTs is nothing else but a, a digital key or digital card, which could act as an entry point to digital or physical experiences, right? So if it's a digital key, you can attach to it various services and products. Uh, it could act as a, a ticket to event. It could act as a discount code for the products, et cetera, et cetera. So, that's one of the advantages of uh, NFTs that uh, brands, for example, can use it uh, in a very versatile uh, setting for different functions and very easily scale the functionalities of the NFTs. So, so I mean, obviously we, we have seen uh, NFTs evolving from simple JPEGs to utilities to more utilities now. 
but what where do you see what what could be the real use cases of these nfts in future and i say in future maybe in 5 years 10 years 20 years from now how do you see them them as 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 utility here yeah uh, so th that's that's right what you mentioned it started with uh, uh, jpegs right so people started buying uh, nfts simply because they were uh, nfts uh, mm. besides the artistic value mm. so we all remember this um, example of jack dorsey's first tweet selling mm. for two million and later uh, <laughs> the owner struggling to sell it for a few hundred uh, bucks right? right and that's that's where the uh, um, bubble and hype was uh, in mm. 2021 but now we see more and more people shifting towards the uh, utility use cases right so mm. the buyers before purchasing nfts they ask okay what do i get uh, in return and i think mm. to answer your question i think that's uh, where this whole industry is going right now mm. um several segments some of them more actively than the others are in the search of what kind of benefits they can provide to their communities in order to utilize the full power of the NFTs. And that, that could be the benefits could depend uh, on different verticals, right? So if it's a fashion industry, it could be digital wearable, or it could be a, a voucher that uh, helps you redeem the product of the next collection, right? If, if we're talking about the sports, that yeah. could be meet and greet with the player. So I think at the moment we are more limited with our imagination of what yeah. we can do um, with NFTs and the use um, and the use building the use cases rather than the technology. So yeah. I think uh, a lot of brands need to think for their community what assets they already uh, own or what yeah. products and services they can provide in order to excite their communities. And the applications can be various, right? So. We can be talking using uh, NFTs also as uh, loyalty memberships, right? One of the uh, biggest use cases that we have right now on the market, the Starbucks is doing it, uh, right? Mm -hmm. The Odyssey program. We heard now BMW also uh, jumping on the train. So I think more and more such use cases will come up in the future. And we, we need to admit that we are still in the early phase. You know, mm -hmm. uh, there's still a lot of testing going on. Now, you, uh, recently has been the uh, launch of the Porsche NFTs, and <laughs> some people loved it, some people criticized it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think you, you as a brand, you cannot fail. You uh, either sell everything, and some people consider this as a win, right? Mm -hmm. Or you learn. And I think it was the same for the Porsche's case. Yes, they didn't sell all the uh, NFTs, but that was a key learning because they mm -hmm. realized okay, maybe the uh, benefits that we offered there was not right to the mm. to our customer group, right? Because to, to stay with this use case very briefly, because I find it so interesting, because Porsche is very uh, uh, good brand um, mm. and they issued 7,500 tokens, which is not that much, right? So we've seen a lot of 10,000 token uh, projects selling out immediately. Mm. And I also had a look, closer look at the benefits that they provide the uh, exclusive events and uh, meeting and greeting with the designers. I think the benefits were pretty cool. So I assume either uh, the communication was not right. So these benefits mm. were not brought properly to mm. the people or simply not enough web to uh, people um, were activated or th they didn't understand properly why this was happening and why uh, these NFTs were uh, created, right? And to stay with the loyalty uh, scheme that I mentioned, that could be one of the uh, biggest use cases. 
we can, I think in the future, we can expect that brands will move away from dropping NFTs in a window, right? Like Porsche did. So you have certain time and you need to mint it. Otherwise you miss. Mm. Um, and that creates a lot of immense pressure on the brand because if you don't sell enough, you, you're a failure, right? But what if we shift, what if the brands shift um, towards having NFTs on the sale as an ongoing basis, right? So you buy NFTs and mm. then you join the club and then you can climb up the hierarchy of different benefits and different NFTs. Mm. And I'm speaking uh, based on uh, the experiences uh, that or feedback that we get from uh, brands that we worked with that mm. usually doing this campaigning puts a lot of pressure on the brands. Also right. resource-wise, but also that you need to uh, perform, right? So I, I think... Um, uh, the more sustainable way could be what you're trying to say is keep buying NFTs in it sustainable work or not it. Exactly. More on an ongoing basis that if I missed one drop, then I could join another one, right? So more as an ongoing entry ticket. And then mm. within the ecosystem, I could climb up if I buy other NFTs or if I'm active and et cetera, et cetera. So I think at least people, those who are real fans should be, uh, not should be excluded and they should be able to join anytime. And then start their journey within and then uh, ascend to more exclusive NFTs. Interesting. I think this is a really interesting uh, approach, Georgie, which you're talking about. So you you spoke about Porsche. Uh, I mean, according to you, since you work with NFTs, you work with brands, which are some of the brands which are doing quite well? They understand Web3 consumers and, and they are maybe not there directly, but at least they are on the way to, to, to get that attention of, of Web3 audiences. I mean, I can speak from the uh, past uh, brands that we worked with and also uh, from the market, uh, right? Mm. So we did a very successful uh, campaign with the um, uh, NH Hotel Group. And mm -hmm. I think for the hospitality area, uh, NFTs could be really, really interesting. Um, mm. that, that reminds me of one more use case because in hospitality, usually you have the problem that mm. uh, basically the providers of the services don't have direct contact with the or direct contact information of their customers, right? So you mm. walk into the restaurant, you order a food, you loved it, and you walk out and the restaurant has no way to stay in touch. But what mm. if you, you own the NFT and potentially there's your email or some information attached to it and they can send you relevant benefits, right? Then it's not spam, not ad, but more rather relevant utility. Mm. So that's... That's one one thing uh, aspect that we are strongly looking at uh, as NFT. We mm. have uh, now several um, lifestyle brands uh, like from fashion and energy um, drinks that we have pipeline. I, I cannot name them right now, but yeah. I hope we can announce them soon. Mm. But on the market, if you look at market, I think uh, Nike uh, mm. is doing a really good job. Adidas mm. also had amazing uh, campaigning and also... Mm. Um, engagement of the community so I think the top brands right now are leading the way in a very good way and setting mm. the example uh, for the rest of the brands that this trend is coming so it's it's better mm. to jump on the train earlier yeah understood understood so you spoke about some some top brands doing the <clears throat> doing and you know even though it's, it's a crypto winter but but they are creating utility which which will be useful but uh, my my uh, question to you georgie do you think credibility and uh, uh, probably the, the the kind of trust which people have on an existing brand brings in a lot of value for example if i tomorrow launch 
a new set of NFTs with with my name, obviously it will not have as big credibility as as Nike because they come with a legacy. Uh, but but NFTs are something which are a new kind of technology. So what do you suggest from your understanding of of this subculture of NFTs of of Web three brands? If I am a new brand, if I want to launch and if I want to get trust of people, how can you how how can I do that? Yeah, I mean, there are several uh, approaches that a brand can utilize, right? So I think uh, most of the brands, what they're trying to do right now is they want to appeal to Web3 um, uh, degens, right? Mm -hmm. So that, that mm -hmm. they want to sell the NFTs to them, which may be fans of the brand or not, mm -hmm. right? But then we see if, if that's uh, not the case and these people are not um, uh, fans of the brand, then we see basically reselling the NFTs immediately on the secondary market mm. because the main reason was to speculate, right? right? And I personally believe that NFTs should rather serve as a long-term investment. So brands in the long-term will win better if they start targeting first as a first step their own community. Mm. So NFTs could help brands really activate the diehard fans within their community mm. and then expand to other um, groups of uh, people, right? Because mm. you made a very valid point when you said, okay, you need the credibility and that's absolutely true. So what is better than trying to start with the people who mm. already have, uh, in, in their eyes, you already have credibility, right? Mm. And mm. the only thing is, you need to make a decision. So should I go easier route where I target people who already know what NFT is? I don't need to explain to them. Mm. Or do I start with my, and we are talking about the traditional brands, right? Mm. Or do I start explaining to my community why I'm mm. doing this? What is mm. this? What's their benefit? Of course, it's tedious process. Of course, mm. it takes time, but it will pay off in the long term because then these people buy NFTs because they see real value, right? And I think that's also where the market will go in the long term that and that's what we uh, as nft trying to achieve uh, with our uh, product mm. to catch nfts from the speculative value right so the, every nft we create needs to have some kind of uh, utility behind it and mm. that makes sure people get something in return so you are not dependent on the market situation Hmm. To give you an example, right? If if I bought NFT and that gives me a dinner with a celebrity that I admire, hmm. and next day Ethereum drops or soars, hmm. at the end of the day I don't care because I paid for the benefit that I get, right? So at the end of the day, if I get this benefit, I'm super happy, I'm super motivated and engaged. So I, I think that's that's the perspective a lot of brands need to take into consideration. And hmm. um, going back to the Porsche's use case. Uh, I also read their spokesperson also restated that they are investing into the long-term game, mm. which is really good. And I, I think no brand will lose at this point if they start experimenting Correct. and yeah. start iterating with their own community. Because again, that's something if you position yourself correctly, you explain to your community, hey, this we're trying to bring innovation and ask them their opinion, you know, and that never hurts community will always feel appreciated. Okay. So no, I, I completely agree with you is that these big brands will lose more if they don't they don't try right now rather than just I mean if they're just sitting on 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 the fences saying that we will do it later they will lose more and younger brands will move ahead. So I, I 
I, I buy your point completely. You know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's uh, the point, and um, the the only problem now the uh, rather smaller brands have that's uh, the lack of technical expertise, right, mm. and uh, also the cost barriers, which mm. which are pretty high if you want to develop your own solution. So that's that's where. Um, the Web3 market comes in and we need to make sure that these brands have access to mm. this technology in an easier way mm. and make their entry as easy as possible and as uh, low risk or no no risk for the brand so they can get started with the technology because the interest is there. Uh, I'm mm. talking with different brands different with different uh, in different segments uh, on mm. daily basis and the interest is there because you, the, we have crypto winter, right? Everybody says bad times, but at the same time, every month the new brand is uh, joining, right? Yeah. I, I I saw today on a LinkedIn post about the even Amazon now um, yes. rumoring to to do with NFTs. So you know that's that's what brands think. Uh, on the one hand, nobody wants to miss the train, right? It's mm. nobody wanted to miss the internet, and on the other hand, um, you have to find the ways, easy ways to uh, get started. And I think mm. that's that, that will be the biggest challenge for the next months for the industry how to onboard the brands easily, because if you onboard brands, you automatically uh, onboard their communities uh, with them as well. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so Georgie, what, what in, a, in a nutshell, what, what NFT is trying to solve? What is the problem which you guys are solving and, and how are you doing it? Yeah, I, I already mentioned this partially in my previous comment. So um, if, you, if we stay with this problem of having no brands having a or brands struggling with not having enough expertise in uh, mm. blockchain mm. and second the entry costs right so that's exactly uh, what we are solving so we created a platform where brands can uh, easily create nfts deploy them mm. and uh, attach utility for their users mm. and the users and customers uh, from the community can come uh, to the platform purchase nfts so we simplify this whole process we make it I mean, sometimes you hear this term web uh, 2.5 um, <laughs> because yes. people people can sign up with their email, uh, right? Yes. So there's no need to create a wallet. Wallet is created in the background and yes. they can make purchases via credit card. So at the end of the day, we've, we strive to provide experience that people are already used to, yes. but everything in the background runs uh, as a web tree, right? So in a decentralized way on a blockchain. We, we are all, we are also on Polygon, by the way, mm. um, like Starbucks, and that's that's the easy thing that provide a no-code platform for brands to easily create these uh, NFTs and memberships, if they will, attach mm. utilities that will engage their community, and mm. also for the community make it easy to redeem these rewards mm. and keep this party uh, in a contact. So there's a two-way communication rather than. Um, what we see now on social media, which is more one-way communication, right? So you post something and people, okay, comment and engage, but it's rather mm. one-way. And we strive to create this two-way communication to bring brands uh, and communities together and help brands unlock this uh, NFT uh, potential. Absolutely, absolutely. Great, Georgie. So Georgie, as as we, as we uh, move ahead, uh, what I want to understand, how you got this, this idea of, of creating NFT and, and what, what was the seed behind this whole thought? Yeah, um, uh, thanks for asking this question. I'm always <laughs> excited to tell about my roots. 
Um, so we, uh, me and my co-founder got started with the idea to help uh, influencers, or in this case, uh, more particularly YouTubers to mm -hmm. work with NFTs so they could create funds and not be dependent on the uh, ads, right? Because at the end of the day, nobody likes ads. I've okay. never seen a person who likes uh, ads. And mm -hmm. that's where we get started. We helped, we worked with uh, several uh, creators and artists, helped them uh, monetize their content, which was mm -hmm. in this case video. Mm -hmm. And then the feedback that we were getting was um, early on was, okay, I sold my NFT. Mm -hmm. What's the next step, right? So a lot of artists wanted to engage with their community and keep this channel open rather than one off, right? Mm. And also with um, creators, it's important that they have their uh, name on the line. So mm. they were upfront saying, hey guys, I want to do something long-term. So community gets benefit in the long-term instead of one off project. Mm. And that's that's where the utility aspect came in that we need to extend it um, uh, by then um, our MVP, the mm. minimum viable product. And once we get started, then we got requests from the uh, brands that they they were um, having interest for the product. So we learned, oh, actually that could be bigger than just um, working with the influencers, right? And that's how we got started. Mm. And now basically we can facilitate uh, the technology for both brands, uh, but also individuals in different segments. Understood. Understood. So, Georgie, as as we come to the to the end of of our podcast, uh, I will have two hypothetical questions for you. Uh, question sure, number sure. one is is if I give you a time machine and if you could go back ten years, back in time, what changes would you made in your own personal life or in the professional NFT space if it was still there, or or maybe you will say that you'll get ten years of experience in NFT and then look for a job. So, what <laughs> what changes would you do? I think uh, I would um, learn more the technical aspect of the uh, blockchain and so on. I, I do have little coding experience, not enough. I'm definitely not a tech guy. Mm. Uh, luckily, I have co-founder who does, but it's it still fascinates me. I think the technology is fascinating and mm. I'm one of those people who find it extraordinary. Mm. And of course, if I could do create something with my own hands, I, I find this process extraordinary. Um, so I think 10 years ago, if I had a chance to learn more about the blockchain and get into more detail, mm. I would pick it up by that time. Unfortunately, I was busy with marketing and sales and so on. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, sorry, I think I'm, did I miss uh, your second question? No, I have not asked. Okay. okay right. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to hit you now. So, right. so in the same, in the same time machine, if you, if you can go 10 years down the line, where do you see yourself? Where do you see the NFT market? And where do you see NFT? Where would you like to see that? Yeah. Um, I mean, th this question would have been easier to answer before the chat GPT was released, because mm. now I think everything will accelerate in an incredible uh, speed. Um, right. So I think what we will see, and 10, ten years is quite challenging to be honest i think five five years and i'm speculating here in five years what we will see is that the nft as a word mm. and also the technology will move into the background mm. and i'm still a big believer that it will find its way to mass adoption and it will be used on daily basis mm. and people most of the people will use nfts and mm. they will own wallets but they mm. will not realize that that's actually what's happening right 
Mm. Um, so the technology will move into the background and the UI UX uh, will become much, much more easier. So um, a person who doesn't know how to create wallet, et cetera, can still use the product. I think that that would be uh, one of the big changes. Mm. But when it comes to the NFT, we see um, ourselves uh, becoming uh, the number one platform when it comes to um, creating experiences for brands uh, and individuals. And that's that's what we uh, aim to do within the next uh, few years. Great, Georgie. Uh, it was really interesting conversation with you and learning a lot about NFT and how NFT future will, will look like. And I wish all the best to you and NFT. And hopefully in the next five years, you, you will be the biggest NFT service and product providers. Mm -hmm.